Hey, what is up, everybody? I wanted to give you guys some tips on traveling and competing. Um, the past few years, I've been um, traveling a lot to compete, and I've traveled all these cool places, and I've uh, learned a lot, obviously, through competition, but um, also what a pain it is to travel and compete and what can go wrong? You know what I mean? Like there's there's so many variables out there and I hope I can give you guys tips that maybe can minimize uh, any sort of delays or, or maybe nervousness about traveling and competing. And uh, I'm gonna give you guys about 10 tips. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. These are tips that I've gathered uh, the past few years, uh, just going around and um, you know, kind of throwing myself in to these IBJJF tournaments. And I'm going to be talking specifically about the IBJJF. I mean, I guess these can apply to any tournament out there. But, and the reason I am talking about the IBJJF goes right into my first tip. And that is um, plan out your trips. Now, the IBJJF actually lays out their schedule ahead of time. So you can see um, what tournaments you want to do. And in what cities and around, well, specifically around what time. Now, the good thing about the IBJJF is they actually go back to um, a lot of the cities around the same time. Um, April is usually a pretty big month for the IBJJF, especially on the East Coast, because I, because they do the New York Open and Boston Open back to back weekends. So, for example, um, but you know two weeks or a week prior to that, um, they're doing the Chicago Open. And two weeks prior to that is the Pan Ams. And, you know, um, a few weeks before that is, you know, is Atlanta. And really to start off the competition in the new year uh, in the States, I'm talking specifically in the States here, is um, it's usually uh, the Dallas or Houston Open, one of those two. Um, and they usually go about the end of February. Um, so, I, I mean, I'm not even looking at a schedule here, but I can tell you it off the top of my head because it's been, they've been doing it for years and years and years. So that's the advantage of, of you know, doing competitions with the IBJJF because you you could, you could kind of memorize their their schedule. And, you know, especially going into the into a new year, you know, come in December, you can start planning out your trips for February, March, April, um, actually for the first quarter of the year. So um, obviously when you... Um, plan out those trips, uh, it goes right into tip number two is uh, you can get cheap flights. You know, get on on, the, get on, on those cheap flights. Um, also, as a um, bonus, is get on those frequent, those frequent flyer programs. Uh, United, I mean, I think they all have them. I mean, even, I think even as, um, even Frontier has those. So um, they pay them, they pay off. Uh, in the long run, especially if you plan on on traveling a lot, um, because I because you can uh, hopefully by the end of the year, if you decide to travel a lot, um, maybe pay for you know one last trip or pay half of it or something. Uh, there's always some sort of bonus that um, usually makes it worthwhile. And so always get on those cheap flights. I mean, uh, you have so many things out there like kayak and uh, hopper and sky scanner. Uh, those are the three things really that uh, I look at or myself and my wife look at when we're planning out our trips. Um, obviously, we go directly to the airlines 
<laughs> directly to the airlines themselves because sometimes uh, you know they're they, sometimes they offer a little bit cheaper uh, cheaper uh, cheaper flights. So I would always kind of uh, keep an eye out on those Kayak and Hopper and Skyscanner. Um, those are actually apps out there. So those are actually probably two bonus tips. So that's a bonus for everybody here. <laughs> also, um, the third one is get hotels around the venue or that are easily accessible. Now, um, in a perfect world, the in a perfect world, every competition would be like the Austin Open uh, in Texas. The hotel, there's a hotel, there's two hotels. There's one hotel that is across the street from the venue, literally across the street. And there's another one that is in the, that is in the same parking lot <laughs> of the venue. Um, quick little funny story. Last year I went to the Austin, venue, uh, Austin Open with, um, with, a, with a, one of my students. And we, were next, we saw we were right next to the venue. And I said, you know what, let's drive because I don't know if there's like a fence in between us. Lo and behold, there's no fence in between us. And, and we were the assholes that drove uh, not even a block to the venue. We actually ended up walking further uh, in the parking lot than, we, than it would have taken us to walk over. Um, there was actually a, like a big, big opening with a nice little park <laughs> between the venue and the hotel. So that's my bad. That is my bad. But, um, you know, that's always key because when you guys get close to the venue, you're going to uh, reduce those uh, variables that I mentioned, um, you know, traffic, you know, accidents, you know, car breaking down, flat tires, so on and so forth. Uh, you'll reduce the number of those, um, the, the possibilities of you arriving or being late, um, obviously being easily accessible, you know, is it close to the highway, um, you know, um, so that that's always that's always gonna always keep that in mind when you're looking at um, booking hotels or, or even Airbnbs. Uh, the fourth one is transportation system. Um, what are you gonna use? How are you gonna get around? Um, there's some cities that you don't run. You don't want to rent a car because it's a pain in the ass. Uh, New York, prime example. I am never when I go to New York. I will never and haven't ever rented a car out there because it's such a pain to get around in um and besides uber and taxis are everywhere um there's a um a uh, black belt that travels around he, he referees and he competes his name is ali Geddes. uh he says that he loves coming to chicago he, he was we were talking to him and he goes he says he loves coming to chicago because the transportation system is so much so convenient for him with the subway or with the l and the buses so he does again he he himself i don't have to rent a car he said um and he goes heck he, i could even rent a bike if the weather's uh, weather permits but always take a always take a look at uh, the transportation system um most of the time you will rent a car probably um unless you want to uber everywhere you want to go um but, um, you know, getting, you know, a place like Texas, you're going to have to probably rent a car, for example, because, um, you know, I'm, not, I'm specifically talking about Austin because you're going to, you know, be driving from the airport um, and then getting all the way to the venue, which is a little bit outside of, which is a little bit outside of, the, of, of Austin itself. So an Uber ride might be a little bit more expensive. So always look at the, always look at the rental car fees. Uh, and the Uber fees down there, I'm pretty sure you can Google that, uh, get an average amount, and kind of take that into effect. I, you know, I did, the, I, I, you know, I did that same uh, research when I was on my way to, when I was out in Denver. 
um, I looked at it and I said, well, how much is an Uber from the airport to my hotel? And it actually ended up being, the Uber itself actually ended up being uh, the same amount that I would have paid for a rental car for, you know, a few days. So always keep that in mind. Uh, number five, if possible, and here, it can, this is kind of a, a big one, um, details on a venue. How can you get details on a venue? You know, ask around. Um, the reason I say that is because, again, I'm, you know, I'm big into the mental preparation for competitions. In order to get details for a venue, we'll, we'll really kind of, you know, you, you, you keep that in your head. Uh, when you're mentally preparing yourself, do you have to, you know, is the is it downstairs or upstairs? Is a, you know, what kind of is it a gymnasium? Is it just a, you know, uh, is it like a, you know, short uh, type of uh, small venue, whatever, um, you know, the parking situation, things like that. Just get details on the venue. Um, one big thing is when I went out to New York, um, I heard that the venue itself at the at the at the New York City College, I forget what it's called, um, was incredibly hot, and so I kind of prepared myself for it. But um, I kind of knew it was going to be hot, but uh, and it didn't, didn't really affect me at all. But I knew going in that it was incredibly hot. Um, it's downstairs. There's no window. There's no circulation. Um, also, when you go, make sure you guys are bringing plenty of water and bringing plenty of snacks too. So. Um, when you get to these venues, but um, that's for uh, that's for another time. But always try to get details. Maybe a teammate or yourself already competed, and then they can give you kind of like the lay the, the 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 layout of the venue itself. Uh, number six, arrive twenty four hours beforehand. Um, you have to account for delays. Um, I made a mistake uh, I think a couple years ago when I went out to Master Worlds and I got delayed and my match was actually uh, one of the morning ones and I actually didn't get into Vegas until about two in the morning so I didn't get much sleep I didn't get much sleep I had to um, uh, you know so I didn't account for the delay and it wasn't a weather delay it was a mechanical delay and um, so I from now on I usually try to get there uh, you know at least a day before um, I was trying to kind of really, um, really cut it close and try to come in the night before and get up. And, you know, the perfect plan was to, you know, get in the night before, fall asleep right away, get a good night's sleep, get up in the morning, you know, start walking around, um, start walking around and getting loose, getting to the venue, continuing, and then going in and fighting um, and, and going and competing. That didn't happen, obviously, because I had to, um, I had to take that extra time to actually sleep in to catch up on the sleep, and I was rushing uh, to do everything. And uh, I made the weight barely, but was completely drained. Um, so, and that goes into num uh, my uh, the seventh tip, which is, which is you're going to retain water on a flight. So it's important after you get off the flight to do some movements um, to move to kind of cut that weight um, going in um, that extra pound maybe two possibly of water of water weight that you retain even if you're on even if you were on uh, on uh, on weight going in you might retain some of that water on the flight itself so it's important for you to try to hit a sauna or the gym at the at the hotel to you know move around, do some stretching, get some mobility. Especially if the flight is long, you're gonna be you're stuck in 
your seat for, you know, three, four, five hours, six hours, eight hours. If you're going international, you know, it's anywhere 10, 16 hours, depending on where you're traveling. So it's important for you guys to, you know, main, get that mobility back, stretch out those muscles and uh, get back to some, get back to normal. And um, number eight, you know, some of you and I, and I, when I was younger, I thought this was a great, but, you know, bring a travel buddy. Especially if you're, you know, wanting to split costs on, you know, the hotel, rental cars, so on and so forth. It's always important to bring a travel buddy with you. And, you know, plus you get a little bit of support there, um, you know, if you're trying to cut weight or, you know, uh, maybe try to keep you on a straight and narrow when it comes to not eating uh, and when you're trying to cut weight. Um, and plus, you know, you always have somebody there maybe to keep time for you. So that's always a good thing. You always you have somebody there to kind of lean on, um, you know, maybe some for some advice. Who knows? Um, now, I personally do not. <laughs> the only travel buddy I, I have right now is my wife. Um, I prefer not to travel with anybody any, anymore because um, it, there's some pros and cons. Um, as I got older, I started to see a little bit more of the cons. Um, I guess you would have to travel with somebody age appropriate, I guess, uh, is, is my big con, um, is, is my, is what I would want to, I should say. Um, you know, somebody roughly around my age, because, you know, I don't want to be on somebody else's schedule, different priorities, etc. So, uh, number nine, pack accordingly. I know it's kind of a simple tip, but come on, pack accordingly to to the weather you don't want to be stuck in uh california and you have nothing but jeans and uh, sweatshirts you know um but also you know <coughs> excuse me realize how many geese you're going to take um believe it or not i've known of people that want to bring one gi what are you going to do when that gi rips i'll tell you what you're going to do you're going to run up to the booth especially at those bigger tournaments you're going to run up to the booth and pay about 200 dollars for a gi <laughs> so, you know, I always bring, obviously, the climate-appropriate uh, clothes, but we also bring about two, three geese, a few rash guards. Um, you know, I even bring an extra belt because some tournaments get picky with the belts. Um, but pack accordingly also can, you know, so it can also mean going into the venue, but that's I think that would be a separate podcast and give you guys some tips on that. But again, bring extra geese, you know, extra clothes, you know, hopefully the hotel has a place for you to do laundry. So, uh, but then the last, but the last tip, this is one of probably one of the most overlooked tips when it comes to traveling and competing is enjoy it, man. Enjoy your time out there. Enjoy competing because it's awesome. It's an awesome, awesome way to, um, to get experience. And to really, um, not just in jujitsu, but just in life, just enjoying yourself out there when you're, um, you know, when you're out there competing. You know, I always say this. I'm very grateful for every time I'm able to step on the mat in a jujitsu competition, especially in a different city that I live in. Um, you know, I've stepped foot on, on mats that in cities that I probably maybe never would have visited. Um, you know, one of those, oh, it's on my bucket list type of thing, but... You know, with jiu-jitsu, it gave me, you know, it's like, hey, give me a reason to go out there and, and do it. You know what I mean? So it, it um, it's a great feeling. You know, enjoy it. You know, leave an extra day 
to you know sightsee you know if you're especially if you're in a in a city that you know has some good art uh, you know I don't know good history you know Boston New York uh, you know if you're coming into Chicago uh, obviously LA to see the beach so on and so forth uh, you know things like that uh, you know leave an extra day for you guys to kind of for you or and your friends or whoever to really enjoy the time out there and, and, you know, being in a different state and just enjoying everything that you normally won't see, man. Um, so I think that's a big thing is enjoy yourself. Um, I think some people, you know, they, they, they're so business oriented. It's like, oh, I'm not here to compete. I'm not here to, you know, well, yeah, I'm, I'm here to compete and, you know, I'm here to compete, but I'm able, you know, I have the ability to separate and I'm able to enjoy the sunshine, especially coming from a cold weather like Chicago, man. I mean, able to enjoy the sunshine, uh, especially in, if I'm out traveling in, uh, you know, beginning of March where it's still about 30 degrees and snowing out here in Chicago. Um, I'm able to enjoy that, you know, 70 degree weather in California. So, but um, I hope you guys find these tips um, helpful. Obviously, there's more, 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 but I think those are the top 10 that I can give you. So uh, I appreciate you guys listening. Uh, thanks.